0: Hi and welcome to another podcast. I wanted to kind of share a podcast a little bit about rather than you know information and I know my podcasts themselves are random at best and lots of snippets of information here there and everywhere because I feel sometimes in this world we are so structured and we are trying to be perfect we're trying to keep up with the new ages we're trying to um, figure out how an algorithm works we are trying to be something that we're not, I almost feel. And in my life, one of the things I wanted to try and do is I know that we have to work with everything that we have in the world um, to be able to produce results and experiences and to share ourselves. But we also have to find that balance of whom we are and what we are and own that as well. So I just wanted you to think a little bit when we as humans are on social media, a lot of it is curated. A lot of it is, you know, there is filters and filters are fantastic and they are fun. Kids use them for fun, but adults use them to hide, to hide the wrinkle, to hide the floor. We need to get back to a space where we understand that everything has its good in this world and everything is a gift, but it's how we as the adults choose to use it, as we as the humans choose to teach the children to use it. It's so important to understand this. So a filter is fun when you're having fun with it, but if it causes you body dysmorphia where you can't look at your body and celebrate it, then it's an issue. It's the same as healthy eating is fantastic, but then if it causes you to the ability where you can't go out and eat your food with your friends or you're counting calories so much you can't just have a random meal, that's not healthy. See, the health of this world has changed so much. Health has become... A number, a routine, and the next fat, or um, the deepest position, or the most amount of something, or the firmest body. But health is really where we can live our lives fully, feel our most balance. We will go up and down because that's human nature with our emotions, but be able to even out. And with all the things that we get given that we didn't order that cause us challenge or suffering. We are able to handle it with as better grace than we were the time before when we got a challenge, where we hurt people less and hurt ourselves less. We're always going to be hurt people, hurting people, healing and healed, but we're always going to have to remember that we have a responsibility to learn, a responsibility the way we respond to use things. I've grown up in a family where health food has become such an obsession that I and uh, my family had issues with food and it took me until 25 to sit down and just enjoy a meal without wondering what it's going to do, whether it's going to make me hyper or aggressive or put on weight or give me cellulite or all of those things to change the conversation of my speak in my head because I got given so much information as a young child and all the negatives and positives that it overwhelmed me. I never was a person that counted calories because I knew numbers were very, very dangerous for me as a human. And I found that as I've grown older, that as long as my clothes still fit, I'm happy. I don't know my weight. I haven't weighed myself in over 10 years. I don't often know my clothes size. As long as my clothes are fitting, I have to go and check them out when I need new clothes. But I've stayed relatively the same, even though my muscularity has changed up and down. The most important thing for me, though, more than anything, is that I feel good. And some days I don't. I have terrible anxiety and depression, and other days I feel more balanced and in harmony. But I feel much more balanced than I did back in 2014-15 when I attempted on my life. So I'm definitely doing better. And I'm doing better and working on that acknowledgement instead of shame that I'm having a bad moment but I'm not a bad person or I'm not a depressed person. I'm just having a depressed moment. I'm working on acknowledging that I will never be the XXX on social media, but I can be me and celebrate them instead of feeling shamed about the things that I am not. It's so important to understand that. It's so important to understand that I as a person train one to three hours a day. Now I work and I have a family But I get up early and make time. I don't have time. I'm tired if I get up at 5 a.m. and I'm tired if I get up at 7 a.m. But I'm happier when I get up at 5 a.m. and work on some goals that I have with movement as opposed to getting up at 7 a.m. and have excuses and regrets and be disappointed that I didn't train. Tiredness is relative, but the meaning I place to the time that I utilize in the tired period is more important. Is it excuses or regrets? So I don't expect anybody to have the same work ethic or discipline as me, but that's how I've learned to be what I am. But at the same time, I could only dream of being a contortionist, but they work um, six, seven hours a day from a young child age four, and I started at 30 years old. If I kept comparing myself to them, I would be pretty depressed about my practice. But instead, I use that to inspire me to see where I can go and understand that, I'm not doing the same amount of work because my life doesn't allow it. And that is okay. It's so important to understand it's okay. Because it's not about a destination. And if I do too much, I get exhausted and tired and can't operate in my everyday life. So I have to find that medium. What I'm trying to share with you is a real person having a real experience. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is that curating your life, to fit into an algorithm or a number or a diet um, that has all these other restrictions isn't healthy. But curating your life so that each moment feels a little bit more graceful, that you get a little bit more joy, you notice a little more things, you can interact with people better is what health is all about, is what being human is all about. Making mistakes and owning them is what's human too. Having the flaws, which aren't flaws, but human characteristics such as cellulite and scars and wrinkles, is beautiful, is amazing, is a gift because it means we're living. So I want you for a moment to take a deep breath where you are and whom you are. I want you to put your hand on your heart and feel that heartbeat and I want you to remember someone else right now is passing away. So please take a moment to remember this breath. Now think of what you really want to do in this day. And all the excuses and regrets that come up, place pain on that. Because when this day passes, you won't get it back. And place place pleasure on the work of doing something, even if you're tired. Because you'll be tired happy instead of tired, depressed or sad. Because achieving and doing something that you've always wanted to do or you want to do is far better for you than excuses and regrets. To be able to change our life, we need to work with the pain and pleasure principle. So often when we don't change our diet and we keep on putting weight or we aren't healthy, we've got pleasure on all of these unhealthy foods or these foods that lead us away from the goal of getting healthier and maybe losing weight. What if you place the pleasure on eating healthy, good quality foods and the pain on keeping that same unhealthy experience that you're having right now and in a year from now you'll look back and be so grateful that you did the work and that's what I see work as the pleasure the pleasure of moving away from my excuses and regrets the pleasure of getting the results I've always dreamed of instead of me in a dream and continually pining after them and being depressed I haven't got them I make them reality See, it's hard to leave excuses and regrets because you're disappointed you don't have the results and you feel shamed and judged and all of those other things. And it's hard doing the work. It's exhausting and tiring, but you also feel exhausted and tired when you don't have the results. But doing the work leads you to better tomorrows. Doing the work leads you to satisfaction. Doing the work leads you to purpose and accomplishment. Doing the work leads you to more joy rather than depression. So I always try and think about that. And that's one of the things that motivates me every day to keep on going is doing the work, understanding we're all tired, we're all living the ebbs and flows of life. But this is my only life. And it's hard living up to the expectations of the world and the algorithms because even if you do, you still don't don't let everyone get happy or you don't make everyone happy or you don't live up to everyone's expectations. But at least if you live up to your own, and do your best to sink into the things that are around the world that you can adjust to, to make your life sound with those things, you live up to your own expectations and feel more joy and happiness. Because the only person that's going to give you results, the only person that's going to make your life happen, the only person that's going to bring you joy long-term, the only person that's going to make better tomorrows is you. By doing the work, you're the only person that can do it. Thank you for joining me on this personal podcast. I really appreciate all your time and I appreciate in a world where there's so much perfection, the humanness, the vulnerability, the courage, and the rawness. If you are looking for more information on me, uh, you can go to my website, www.riannawatson.com, R-H-Y-A-N-N-A-W-A-T-S-O-N.com. I also have my book, Brave, Beautiful, and Bearing It All, and many other facets of me sharing places that you can do fitness, health, and just general me. But first and foremost, the reason that I'm here is you guys inspire me too. You inspire me to get up and I'm grateful for that. So put your hands on your heart and feel my love from me to you with gratitude for being here today because time is the most valuable asset and you spent it with me. Thank you. Namaste.